This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. Leaked documents, secret international agreements that could lead to corporations suing governments, a pact that will cover almost 40% of global GDP and over 25% of world trade. It sounds like the plot from a conspiracy thriller, but the Trans-Pacific Partnership Free Trade Agreement, or TPP, is very real. The TPP was meant to be finalised several years ago, but talks have dragged on into 2015. A tight lid is being kept on these negotiation details. Much of the information known to the public comes from leaked documents, and this information is pretty concerning. Today I'm speaking with Matt Rose, economist from the Australian Conservation Foundation. The Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, I guess, is more than a traditional trade agreement. It goes beyond things like um, changes to tariffs so for imports and things like that. And it, um, like a lot of trade agreements now, it includes um, investor, investor clauses. So the investor-state dispute settlement clauses, in a very basic way, they work to allow uh, foreign corporations, if governments of any level, so federal, state or local in Australia, make uh, changes to any types of laws, then uh, foreign corporations will be able to sue governments in uh, private tribunals um, if they think there's a claim there that the policy changes have uh, had a detrimental impact on their, um, the profits of foreign corporations. I guess it has implications for government resources in terms of fighting court cases or, or tribunal cases, and also it has implications in terms of um, governments who might think twice before passing legislation to protect the environment because they're worried about um, being sued under investor state dispute settlement clauses. So I know the government, you know, there's this debate at the moment about one-stop shops for environmental approval and whether um, state governments should have, um, you know, legislation that allows them to make legislation directly without the federal government coming in over the top. Um, so there's a possibility that um, any... Well, there's a possibility, really, that any environmental laws could be challenged, either, either ones that are in place now or ones that are made in the future. There's also been concern over the ability of countries to act on climate change. The one thing we thought that might come out of the TPP that was positive was that there would be a bind, binding environmental agreement, the same way there's binding agreements on the on the trade element. But unfortunately, the whole chapter seems to be a little bit more aspirational than binding. Which, so it's, uh, which it seems like that, it's a missed opportunity then. Yeah, absolutely. To have you know, 12 countries around the table, including Australia's biggest trading partners, Japan and the United States, and not thought about climate change, yeah, it's definitely a missed opportunity. The Trade Minister, Andrew Robb, says that he believes an agreement with the countries involved in the Trans-Pacific Partnership could be just weeks away. If people are concerned about the TPP and what it might contain, what could they do? There's, there's lots of groups out there um, who are opposed to the TPP. I mean, groups such as the ACF, there's lots of many unions and church groups who are also opposed to it. So as an individual, the first thing I'd be doing is contacting my local MP, my local federal MP, and asking them to reassure them that the CPP is not going to have negative effects. I think uh, often MPs, especially uh, backbenchers, don't, don't quite understand the detail of what the TPP is. 
I think some of them do and some of them are concerned, uh, especially for government backbenchers, for them to hear from their constituents that there's concern is, is a very good first step. I'm uh, not sure how much information that your average MP would have access to on the TPP. Oh, well, that's exactly right. And that's another point to drive home to them. How can the, how can the, how can the members of parliament who meant to represent us make a decision on the TPP without, without uh, proper access to the text? In America, the Congress... Congressmen and women have access to the text at the moment. Well, they have to keep it secret, but they can always look at the text and ask questions about it. Whereas in Australia, uh, MPs don't see the text until the deal's been done. Okay, Matt Rose, economist from the Australian Conservation Foundation. Thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks for having me.